You're listening to an encore presentation of Soul Sanctuary. You can catch it live every Monday at 8 p.m. here on kzsm.org. The views on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTXCRA, or its governing body. Nothing can be done against the truth No matter how we remain in denial yeah. Wasting time, replacing time With each empty excuse That'll only work a little while Coping with despair Knowing you're not there Ashamed to just admit I've been a fool so I blame it on the sun. Hey there, Soul Sanctuary people. Hoping to escape this ridicule. Testing, are we coming through? Can my Soul Sanctuary people hear me? There I am. Hey, everybody. You made it to Soul Sanctuary. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, here we're on the, right on the other side of Mother's Day. So we made it. It's Soul Sanctuary. How did everybody do yesterday? Did you do mother stuff or have mother stuff done to or for you? <laughs> Hopefully you guys did. Uh, I had a great uh, Mother's Day, spent it with my family, and I surprised my mom with a cool Mother's Day gift I had shipped to her because she's out of town, and that went over really well. So um, it's all great. So today on Soul Sanctuary, we're going to be talking about... Uh, religion versus spirituality and there's a lot of feelings around this topic I actually asked it in one of my uh, spiritual groups uh, that I interact with on Facebook and I got some feedback there in addition to that it won't just be me speaking with you we'll also have a guest Jessica's going to be calling in and uh, she's going to be talking to us a little bit about uh, some of her journey and what um, her kind of opinion about religion versus spirituality and I believe that she just recently did a paper on that and so it'll be kind of cool to dig into kind of some background information that she went into and through to get ready for uh for her paperwork so um I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about let's see a couple of the responses that I got uh when I was asking what is the difference or what I believe the way that I worded the question was give me the simplest contrast between spirituality and religion and so uh the first response that i got is that religion is something structured and already made while spirituality is personal it's fluid and in and in evolution and so that's what this person thinks about the difference between uh religion and spirituality and from what i what i've read it seems like most people kind of equated religion to a set of rules or something that's been established, and then that spirituality was kind of more um, uh, ambiguous or more conceptual. It didn't have as many parts that were finite, uh, it seemed, in the responses. Another one we got was that um, the origins of religion are based by books, and spirituality is based on feeling. So that's a way different kind of opinion. That kind of um says i guess that religion sound in that one i think it sounds like it's religion's more 
intellectual, I guess. And then that uh, spirituality is more um, artistic. We also have uh, religion is the spirituality found by someone who wanted his friends to find it too. (laughs) It's kind of funny. (laughs) So this guy's saying that somebody had an experience with spirit and then kind of just created religion around it. And I think that I believe that. I think that I believe that's where religion came from. I think there was a spiritual experience that whatever group person or group of people had and then to try to bring the other people around them into the same kind of alignment, enlightenment, um, I guess they started to try to think about, okay, what was I doing when that spiritual enlightenment came or that spiritual experience came? Was I, uh, I was praying, so let's pray. So now we have religions that pray five times a day. We have religions that pray continually. Uh, we have religions that only pay attention to whatever's going on in their religion once a week. Uh, but the regular practice of going to uh, whatever that prayer kind of uh, construct is for you um, seems to be a part of most of the major religions that I know about. And so that's um, I think that that probably this one, the one about religion um, was found by someone who wanted his friends to find it too. I actually like that idea. I like that it kind of goes into what... I mean, I guess that could be something that could be said for what religion is. So uh, the reason I started out the show with Selah, the song that I did, is because uh, it actually is a very religious song. (laughs) It's from uh, it's from the Yaya Sisterhood movie. I can't remember the exact wording of it right now. But in that movie, uh, the reason why... uh, well, it was it was just an emotional part of the movie, but the song itself kind of talks about like this experience that uh, Lauren Hill was having at the time, and Selah means to meditate, and it means um, it means like confirmation, and I think that if you're talking about spirituality or religion, that you kind of have this. Um, you do need those kinds of words, those kind of uh, kind of turning point kinds of words, like your amens and your hallelujahs and your inshallahs, uh, those different things that you kind of say around what your intention is to try to invoke or embody or include uh, your faith in what you're doing. And I think that's spectacularly important. Um, so as I think that it's It relates to the topic so well. I'm going to go ahead and play Selah. It's one of my favorites, if I can figure out how to do it. (laughs) And then then we'll get back into this talk in just a little bit. Let's see how it goes. I'm going to try to play it. It will play. Nothing can be done against the truth. No matter how we remain in denial. Yeah. Wasting time, replacing time with each empty excuse But that'll only work a little while Coping with despair, knowing you're not there Ashamed to just admit I've been a fool So I blame it on the sun, run away from everyone Hoping to escape this ridicule Trapped in misery, wrapped so miserably in this deception that I'm wearing like a skin. Dying to maintain, oh, I keep trying to. Escape. 
heart that never loved me to begin Oh, I'm such a mess I have no choice but to confess That I've been desperately trying to belong Lying to myself and everybody else Refusing to admit my right was wrong And then he came and meditation and then he came say means did you think about that and then he came say means praise and meditation and then he heart behaves so foolishly This treason from within that reasons with my sin Won't be happy till it sees the death of me Selfishly addicted to a life that I depicted Conflicted cause it's not reality Oh, it's left to me I beg you desperately Cause me to agree with what I know is best for me Please save me from myself I need you save me from myself Please save me from myself so I can heal The choices that I make Or have been nothing but mistakes What a wasted use of space Should I die before I wake In all of my religion I fortified this prison Obligated to obey the demands of bad decision. Please save me from myself. I need you to save me from myself. Please save me from myself so I can heal. And then he came. Say lie, and it means praise and meditation. And then he came. that now and I can come back in uh I do believe I think that I've done it correctly Jessica are you on the line are you with us yay I did it I'm so proud (laughs) today's been just a little bit wonky (laughs) yeah if somebody told me that mercury was in retrograde I wouldn't be surprised is there something worse than mercury in retrograde that's happening right now Well, there seems to be something going on because all day I've been hearing about computers crashing and cell phones not working and all that fun stuff. Isn't that interesting? And, you know, I was just speaking with uh, with the hubs and at his job, there's something weird going on with their systems as well. So maybe maybe uh, the robots are just about to take over and they're just priming us. I don't know. But... But outside of that, we'll Sounds leave that. cool and exciting. There you go. We'll leave that to the techie shows. My show's all about real gooshy, cool, <laughs> metaphysical stuff. So let's let's uh, just do a little quick quick uh, kind of intro with you. Uh, we do have to break at in about a minute. So we won't go too deep into everything until the other side of the break. But if you could introduce yourself to us. Yeah, hi. Um, yeah. So I'm... 
Jessica Aaronworth, and um, I run a company called Soulful Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And really what I do is help people through the dark night of the soul and the awakening process. Right. And I implement, you know, psychological strategies along with energy healing, metaphysics, and spirituality. Fantastic. That's going to be such a great help and a good background uh, that you have for us to kind of go through and talk about the difference between... Uh, Religion and spirituality. Now, you said that you had written something about that. Can you give me a brief, like, why were you um, in on the topic? Why? Well, you know what? Um, I am finishing a two-year ordination program. Wonderful. And one of the things that has really piqued my interest in my own spiritual journey is the difference between religion and spirituality. Because I personally separate the two. Okay. And I, I know that there are people who lump it all into one, but I think from a spiritual perspective, we really are in trouble mm-hmm. because religion has become a bad word. Yeah. Along with God. Hmm. A bad so word. As depending on who you're talking to because there's so many different connotations as to what that means i think i think i i think i might say divisive but let's stick a pin in that right now and we'll jump right into it on the other side Uh, we're going to go into a break guys when we come back we will um this is really starting to get juicy all of a sudden right (laughs) So, so let's uh Let's go ahead and get this commercial out of the way, and then we'll jump right back into it, Jessica. Hold on with us just a moment, okay? Okay. This is Uncle Gene. Wherever the drums are beating and dancers are on the floor, that's where you'll find me. If you can't join me at a powwow, then tune in to Indigenous Freedom Radio every Saturday afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m. for the latest news, music, information, and powwow updates right here on KZSM.org, your true community radio. Well, you heard the preacher man, heard the minister too. Well, the priest, the gospel. Step up to the mic for Storytime Classics, every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. I'm your host, David, rolling out double shots of classic country and classic rock on KZSM.org. This is David, the handsomest boy on radio. Listen every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. till midnight for jazz, fusion, bebop, samba, bossa nova, cool jazz, latin, and maybe even some reggae and some afrobeat. That's Tuesday night at 10 p.m. till midnight on kzsm.org, San Marcos, Texas. Thanks so much for joining us. We're on the other side of our commercial break. Uh, It wasn't mentioned there, but I'm not sure if you guys listened on Saturday uh, to the Live from the Farmer's Market show that we have, but we had so many different videos going, um, talking to the different vendors and that kind of thing. I was out there 
doing my tarot readings and I actually was selling with a lady next to me who had cookies. So it was a really great time. Hopefully you can come out to the farmer's market from nine to one um, every Saturday here in San Marcos. So now that we're on the other side of the break, we're going to go right back into speaking with Jessica. Jessica, you want to say hey again? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> great. And just before we get into it, uh, because I know you have uh, limited time, can you let us know how to get in contact with you? Yeah, I have a website, and I actually have some gifts on my website, so if anyone wants some gifts to help you get through the dark night of the soul and start your awakening process, um, you can get those at soul-full, F-U-L-L, sanctuary.com. So it's soul full sanctuary. It's kind of, it's a little bit, it's a dyslexic nightmare right now, because... You're, on, right. you're listening it's to soul, soul dash. Go ahead. It's soul dash full sanctuary. Got it. Perfect. Okay. So what we were talking. I know it's a bit bit complicated. Right. 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 <laughs> well, and then with my show being soul sanctuary, it's just, it's going to be a little bit confusing. But I'll make sure I clarify it in the notes about the show that I put on our Facebook page uh, as well. So you were kind of talking about a little bit about the process of what you do. Um, and assist people with the dark night of the soul. Is that right? Yeah, I help people. Yes, I help people through their dark night of the soul process. Okay. And the awakening process, which can often be a really confusing time, because what happens is your whole life falls apart, usually <laughs> very, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> And it leaves you so unbalanced and not even understanding what hit you. Right, right. And for a lot of people, their senses start opening up differently as well. So as the spiritual components start coming in, it becomes even more confusing. Gotcha. The spiritual components. Now, what is a spiritual component? Um. So when I talk about the spiritual components, a lot of the time with the dark night of the soul, you're left looking for, you know, you're calling to an unseen force for help because there's actually nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about a traumatic event that happens that is so great that you're only left with whatever faith that you've gathered up to that point. Is that where we are? Right, and okay. maybe up until that point, you've never had any faith. Sure, sure, and so. But that's that's the point that often starts having us question and question things differently. So we go from living in what I call a backwards world, and we start looking at things very differently. So what? No, okay, backwards world. I'm 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 stuck there. What? What tell me the difference between the backwards world and when it's kind of balanced out? When we look at the world, our way, the the way our world functions, right. a lot of what we think and do is actually totally backwards. So we often, you know, choose not to believe in anything. We choose a belief system that we've never ever questioned. Oh, right, that's true. So we bounce back and forth between an external and internal world. When things go our way, right. the world is great and has our back. Right. And yet when things don't go our way, the world doesn't care about us and neither does anyone else. 
Ah, uh, I see. So that's about that external locus of control. Exactly. Got it. Okay. We're on the same page. And, and when we, we come from a backwards perspective, it's very disempowering. And it becomes very difficult to stay in an empowered state. Sure. Sure. I find that I find that when you know by the time someone who's never done when people sit down with me and they say they've not, never done tarot before, those people they a lot of times are facing something in life that they've never come up against quite so much at once. <laughs> and uh, exactly, and they're like, "Where where else do I turn?" Right. What else do I do? And then I think I think what happens is they look over and they're like, "Well, she seems happy. Let's <laughs> go." <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll smoke whatever she's smoking. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's really why uh, people are willing to give me a chance sometimes to try tarot when they haven't had it before. Because, I mean, you know, <laughs> so, something's working, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's yeah. We start we start looking around us and going, okay, right. what do they know that I don't? Right. Or where does that happiness and peace come from? Right. That's right. Because. That's right. When people are happy and at peace, it's it's an energy, a vibration that comes with them. Right. But and what happens in so many cases is we hear about, you know, think positively and keep your vibration high. And right. but what exactly does that mean? If right. it was so easy, everyone would be walking around with a high vibration and positive thoughts. It absolutely would. You know, one of the most powerful things I heard, what, I think it was a tweet. I'm not sure. It might have been before tweeting happened. But uh, Deepak Chopra said that one of the most destructive things that you can do is try to think positively because you can't control your thoughts. And it was such a relief. Exactly. It was like such a relief to hear him say it. It was like, right, that's right. You can't. So he was talking about putting your energy into, you know, what you do after you have the negative thought because you're not going to be able to control whether or not that happens. And I thought that was really powerful. Right. And I... Yeah, and when we start trying to think positively, it actually gets us spinning and the negative thoughts come on even more and more because what we're right. actually trying to do right. is divorce our thoughts from our body. Right, right. And what happens is that makes us feel worse mm -hmm. and because we can't actually do what everyone else says they're doing, which right. I don't believe which a is lot not of people true. That's are, right. That's right. It it leaves us in a shame cycle, right? Why you can't I do it? Everyone else is doing it so what's, well. What's so funny about that is when I was checking out of the grocery store just this morning, uh, the girl behind the counter said, "How are you?" And she goes, "I don't know. I don't really feel good." I said, "You know, a lot of people don't feel good. Yesterday wasn't a good day for a lot of people. Most people have a bad relationship with their parents, and." <laughs> And so there's this portrayal, like there's supposed to be, I said, there's, there's candy and flowers on the outside, but on the inside, everything's all messed up. And the girl behind the exactly. counter, yeah, she was like, yeah, so it's kind of like just what you're saying. Like everybody's saying they're going around doing this thing. Why can't I do what everybody else is doing? And I guess maybe what would be a really good exercise for everyone is to remember that everyone is not what they post to be. <laughs> everybody's not what they put their not face not yeah and and i can guarantee you that all those people who run around and say you know 
just release or just stay positive are not actually able to do it because right. unless you start becoming friends with the negative, unless you start becoming friends with your emotions and your body and you stop trying to divorce your body and your emotions and your ego right. from yourself and you, you know, the more you try to kill it, yeah, the louder it becomes because all those things are here to help us. Right. Right. And they get louder and louder because we're right. not listening to them and we're ignoring them. But once we make friends with them, mm-hmm. that's when they start dying down because we've actually listened to them, given them their space to speak to us right. and to whisper all their secrets to help us learn and grow. Right. And then they don't have to bother us anymore. That's that's. That's really interesting. One of the one of the pieces of advice that I give is that, you know, karma only comes back until you learn the lesson. And once you get it, you get to go and learn other stuff. But you don't have to go back and learn that one again. Exactly. So if you if you have exactly. right, so if you have an experience that you don't want to go through anymore, do your very best to find the lesson in it and then let it go lovingly cuz uh, you know, like we've been critical with ourselves for most of our lives and that doesn't get that doesn't fix it. That doesn't heal anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's really good. I, I'm glad that there's kind of a, it sounds like you kind of like handhold or guide uh, people through that, that kind of difficult um, discovery process. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. I actually have an eight-week online program, which gives people all the tools to actually learn how to take their body out of the crisis that happens and start befriending their emotions and start creating their own belief systems from a place of empowerment instead of disempowerment. I love that idea. Which most of us never even think about. Sure, sure. There's, 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 there's no reason, like, you know, once we've learned this thing, we think there's only one way to see it, one way to view it, one way to do it. So that's kind of cool. You have like this entire other language that you kind of build for yourself and then start from scratch and go there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, from tarot, I mean, we teach the world how to speak to us. We, we think that the world teaches us how to listen, but no, yes. we, speak, we teach the world how to speak to us it's so in our true. language. It's, it's so true. I used, to, I used to say a lot that everything in your life is, is there by exclusive invitation, but I have to find better words for that <laughs> because <laughs> people don't like that idea. Like, I didn't ask for this. I'm like, you kind of did. <laughs> It's, 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 but it's here <laughs> so you had to have asked for it otherwise it wouldn't be here and but, exactly but that that in and of itself is a different re- belief system so I think that maybe what needs to happen is I need to start from there like okay this is the belief system and then go into if it's there if you noticed it you called it you said come teach me something you know <laughs> and right but once people get into that shame, just like you were saying, that shame cycle, once that triggers kind of gone off, we have to go deal with that before we can come back to healing. And that's just distracting and not fun. <laughs> exactly. We have to learn how to get our body out of the crisis cycle. Right. Absolutely. Um, but actually start thinking again from a place 
of non-fear and non-anxiety. Absolutely. So I know that we'd have to let you go in just a couple of seconds here. If you wanted to just um, once again give out your contact information again when I uh, post the the show, uh, we'll write it out there too. But go ahead, Jessica. Yeah, my website is soul-fullsanctuary.com. Fantastic. And you can also find me at, at... you can also find me at brainhealthyclinic.com. Brain Healthy Clinic. All right. And as I said, I'll go ahead and put that on the page with it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hopefully you can come back and, uh, and stay the rest of the hour one day. I would love to anytime. All right. Thanks it's been so, so much fun. Great. Thank you. All right, everybody. And I'll see you on the other side of this break. listening to an encore presentation of Soul Sanctuary. Soul Sanctuary airs live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on kzsm.org. KZSM.org and the incredible people at the City of San Marcos Main Street program are proud to present live music with the Kissing Alley Concert Series. KZSM.org is proud to host this free, family-friendly event that is located at 121 East Hopkins across from the historic downtown courthouse in San Marcos. The Kissing Alley Concert Series is every third Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. and is a partnership with the Third Thursday Walkabouts. Come on out and support live local music and community radio at kzsm.org. See you downtown. Up to the mic for Storytime Classics every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. I'm your host, David, rolling out double shots of classic country and classic rock on KZSM.org. You're listening to Style Wars. Oh, yeah. The Macho Man Randy Savage says you better catch it on KZSM Community Radio.org. Oh, yeah. So we're back on the other side of that break, everybody. Thanks for joining me here on Soul Sanctuary. Uh, We're going to continue to talk about religion versus spirituality. And uh, we just got done speaking with Jessica. She gave her contact information. Um, She has Soul Full Sanctuary. I believe it was Soul hyphen Full Sanctuary. I will put the correct information on the page. Uh, So all you soldiers who are interested in having some help getting through the dark night of the soul, um, you can get that from Jessica. So we're going to get back to the discussion that we were kind of reading through uh, before that. Um, Some responses that we got to the question, what is spirituality versus religion? What's the simplest is what I asked for the simplest terms for spirituality versus religion. And if you like if you do have some comments about that and you'd like to write in, you can go to Soul Sanctuary KZSM the Facebook page and uh, you can put your comments there, you can write me directly there and uh, maybe we'll continue this discussion if it takes more than one show to kind of get through everything. So this one is a very simple one. 
And it says one is external and the other is internal. I think that's a fantastic distinction uh, to go between religion uh, and spirituality. And I believe that it's apt. Uh, One is external, one is internal. I do believe, although I I think they're two different things, uh, I do believe that you can get to peace or to a type of peace using either medium. I don't know whether I prefer one or the other. I think it really has to do with your personality. Um, I think that probably for most people, we come up in whatever religious, um, a religious tradition that our families have. And then I don't know at what age, maybe around eight or around the age of reason, that is at eight, or maybe it's right after puberty, or maybe it's the first time that you get your heart broken. At some point, once you get beyond, uh, you know, your parents' house and you start seeing that the world's different outside of it, uh, I think at some point you start to question whether or not uh, the religion that you came through has anything to do with you or if it matches you and that kind of thing. I know for my journey uh, coming out of kind of organized religion, the way that it happened was uh, I I was raised uh, by pretty fantastic parents and there wasn't a specific religion that we were taught. We were taught to believe in something bigger than ourselves, but not necessarily given this name and anybody else who does anything else is going to hell. Like we didn't have that kind of kind of situation going on. We were just taught to kind of respect that there is something bigger than we are and than we were. And then when I got to uh, high school, uh, my first boyfriend was studying Islam. And so I did that with him. And I wore Habib to school and junior and my junior year in high school <laughs> uh, for about a year. And I did Ramadan uh, with him. And uh, then uh, I can't, that kind of faded away uh, as I got out of high school and into college. And then in college, uh, I was given the assignment to read um, what's the, Genesis. We had to read Genesis. It was an assignment in my, uh, in my English class. And we were reading Genesis. And I was like, why does it say we and us and our and these plural pronouns? Why is that there instead of a singular pronoun? If there's only one God in Christianity. And so the teacher said, oh, that's the Trinity. That's for God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So then I was reading a surah that is kind of equivalent to Genesis. And in that surah, a surah is a verse in the Quran, by the way, sorry. In that surah, it said we and us and they, and it still had these plural kind of pronouns. So I went to the imam and I asked him, I said, uh, is there a translation from Arabic to English uh, for singular pronouns like I? And he said, yes. And I said, then why does it have we and us and our and they? Uh, and here talking about the deities because there, there is no trinity in, in Islam. So it couldn't be the trinity because that doesn't exist there. <laughs> And he kind of looked around, he kind of looked around the room and he was like, uh, I think it's the angels. Like he didn't know. And he's the imam, which is like a, which is like the big dude (laughs) in in Islam. So I looked and I was like, are you just making this up? And I was so offended. I was so mad and so upset because I thought that I was coming to the dude, man. I thought he was going to be able to tell me 
solve this mystery for me. And he just pulled something out of his butt. Like he didn't even think really hard about it. And so I was like, wow, nobody knows, nobody knows what they're talking about. (laughs) And then at that point, I just kind of dropped all, I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not studying any, I'm not going to be part of anybody's organized religion. I'm just going to go make up my own thing. But, and you know, I, I didn't, quite go that far but I did come away from the bigger organized religions because it feels like whatever spirituality started it or whatever goodness might have been in it uh, people have kind of taken it and put their greasy cheeseburger covered fingers all over it and made it this kind of divisive and and ugly thing that I don't think that's used to bring people together like it was designed to. Because when I look at the pillars of all of the major religions, they're all about, you know, take care of yourself and take care of your neighbor and don't be a jerk is basically what all of them say. And why inside of that we decided to start fighting with each other and make it so much uglier and so much harder than it has to be, I don't know. Um, But I think that not identifying with one of the kind of established major religions uh, kind of opens me up to be available to everybody, which I would rather be. I'm much more inclusive than that. And, you know, over the years, I've seen some things that are really disturbing inside of religion. I was watching a, a television television evangelist who said, uh, so Jesus is the only way. So if you're thinking about Buddha, then you're going straight to hell, he said. Like, he said some horrible things. And I was like, wow, why would you say it like that? Like, even if that's not the one you agree with, do you have to, like, slam people who do believe that? Or is there a more diplomatic way to kind of express yourself and say, hey, this is how we do it over here. Those dudes over there do it that way. And that kind of thing. Like, I thought that would be a lot more responsible. And I think that as a parent, uh, what I've kind of decided to do so far is present to uh, my kiddos the different religion, the holidays that come in all the different religions and tell them, listen, some people believe this, some people believe that. Just like I teach them, some people have two mommy households, some people have two daddy households, some people have an auntie household, some people have grandparent households, just like they need to know that families look different. I want them to understand that religions look different and I want them to understand that cultures look different. And I think that as parents, it's important for us to kind of let our kids know that the world doesn't see things exactly the way that our little tiny individual family sees things or our little tiny individual town or our little tiny individual state to understand the globalization of these different ideas and what they look like in different parts of the world and that kind of thing. So that's coming kind of full circle from like where I kind of deviated from organized religion to what I'm kind of doing with it now so that when my kiddos go on this journey uh, that they kind of are open to all the different kinds of things that might come up they might find something cool some cool um, spirituality that I've never even heard of I don't know I mean I have I have relatives that are Taoist and Buddhist and Muslim and uh, Christian and I have some that study right knowledge and the uh, the whole holy tabernacle ministries I have some uh, family members that are making up their own thing which I think is fantastic I'm still looking for my family that's into the Orisha since I just started studying those and hopefully I'll find somebody but I'm not sure yet (laughs) it might it might just be me 
Um, but I like the idea of that kind of freedom to kind of figure out what matches you best being available to my kids and to the generations that come after that. And hopefully they'll be the kind of people that can have enough conviction about what they believe in to be able to sit down and have a conversation with other people about what they believe in without being offensive and without anybody losing any of their dignity and without anybody kind of having to fight over these ideas when none of us know what's going on, (laughs) what's right. None of us know if anybody has it right. And so the idea of fighting about it or becoming adversaries over it, I think is... Um, it's a waste of everybody's time. There's so many more important things that we need to think about and do here on the planet uh, than being divisive with each other over these ideas. I mean, they're ideas. Why would you want to fight with somebody or be separated from someone or not be in someone's life anymore over this idea that they have about this thing when none of us know, none of us know. So if you get to the other side, And you find out your old cousin Betty was right. (laughs) Uh, Then then what? Then what are you going to do? Then you've lost time, lost family, potentially lost opportunities because you're holding on to this idea that doesn't mean more than, than, that doesn't mean very much. So I hope that, I mean, here unfortunately in our country we need to do that with a whole lot of different things we need to be able to sit down and have different conversations about you know sexism and racism and um population control and (laughs) somebody needs to talk to the flat earthers (laughs) like uh there's a lot of conversations that uh we do need to have and i'm hoping that one of the things i want to do with my with my show is to kind of start some of the conversations that we need to have here in the country. And hopefully that'll ripple out to everybody else. And we'll be able to talk to each other in a more civilized way and actually get some ideas exchanged. Um, it's, it's difficult now because we have our echo chambers of our Facebook followers and our Twitter followers and our Instagram followers. And once we say something that we know everybody's agreeing with and they agree with us, we get kind of this, this false uh, boost in I don't know if it's self-esteem like I don't think it's self-esteem I don't know what it would be called um but we get, oh this fake validation that's it that's the word right validation ah it's still there so uh, we get kind of this fake validation from people we don't need to convince they're already on our side they're already our Facebook f- friends why don't we go outside and talk to somebody who doesn't have the same opinion of us as we do and try to exchange ideas there that's where That's where the juice is. That's where the life is and the contrast and kind of forming your own ideas can come from is the dealing with people outside of our own circle. And I think that that's really important. And hopefully before uh, whatever the the crux of Facebook is, (laughs) hopefully before that happens, we'll remember to start talking uh, to each other again. Uh, So anyway, that was a a long way around kind of uh, how I got to where I am. And we'll kind of look at a little bit more of that on the other side of the break. Uh, For now, uh, let's stop for a station break. This is David, the handsomest boy on radio. Listen every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. till midnight for jazz, fusion, 
bebop, samba, bossa nova, cool jazz, Latin, and maybe even some reggae and some Afrobeat. That's Tuesday night at 10 p.m. till midnight on KZSM.org, San Marcos, Texas. This is David, the handsomest boy on the radio. Listen every Thursday night to Rock Your Face at its new time, 8 p.m. The hits, the misses, rock and roll, blues, soul, funk, reggae, afrobeat, and more. That's 8 p.m. Thursday night on kzsm.org. Now hear this. Talk to Doc, the veterans program can now be heard every Monday from 1700 to 1800 right here on kzsm.org true community radio in San Marcos, Texas tune in for news discussions and interviews on subjects relating to veterans of all branches of the service as well as the families who love them so you can call in and speak to me if you'd like to today uh I have the number somewhere. I usually have it at the top of my sheets, but I didn't print it out today. It's been a rough day getting here today, guys. <laughs> just so that you know. Uh, and I don't see it. So we'll just we'll just keep talking until I find it. <laughs> so religion versus spirituality. We talked kind of about how uh, the whole monotheism thing and the fact that nobody could figure out what that meant and give me a satisfactory answer is kind of what led me into uh, looking at some alternative uh, religions and, and spiritualities and kind of removing the even the word religion and what does that mean and, and, and that kind of thing uh, here in this walk uh, for me. One of the things that, that I did do uh, after I kind of figured out that I, I don't think I wanted to just subscribe to the more major religions is I did a thing called Belief-O-Matic and it's I think it's still around it's called beliefomatic.org I believe and you go in and you can answer all these questions about what you believe and the cool part about this is that you answer the degree to which it matters like you'll say I believe that um I don't know I believe in saints uh and then you'll say the degree to which that matters to you and using those calculations it'll tell you what religion you line up with best and going into it I was about uh, how old was I? I was about 23, I think. So going into it, I thought that I was going to come out Buddhist. I was like, I'm sure I'm Buddhist because that pretty much lines up with everything. I think what I thought Buddhists were. And it turned out my Buddhist was only 65%. Meanwhile, neo-paganism was like 99% and uh, universal Unitarianism was a uh, like 99% and then there was some kind of a Quaker I forgot what it was called it was a very specific type of Quaker that I came out as as well and uh so it was kind of cool I'm just sorry people were walking by um, and waving you can walk by and wave here uh by the studio here downtown in uh, San Marcos <laughs> I was just distracted waving at somebody I knew anyway um 
it's a really good idea. If you are kind of on the outskirts or trying to figure out may, or you're just coming to the realization that maybe what you believe isn't what you were raised to believe or what your, what your folks usually do, try to go to Belief-O-Matic. It's called something like Belief-O-Matic and it's something like Belief-O-Matic.org. So look at stuff like that. I'm sure as soon as you start typing in, Google will fix it for you and take you right there because they've been listening this whole time. Anyway, then you can kind of figure out the different kinds of sects you can look into and see if you can find your tribe uh it feels like 2018 to me feels like a a team building kind of year I think and from what I've seen on with my friends and posts on Facebook it looks like people are kind of trying to establish their tribe I had a reading on Saturday with uh with a young lady it was kind of funny because her friend stuck around while I was giving her the reading and the reading was all about how she needs to get rid of all of her friends. <laughs> so I was trying to kind of communicate that with to her without offending the chick standing right next to her <laughs> because I don't know if she's one of the people that needs to go or not. Like, I don't know these people. So uh, it was kind of uh, interesting, interesting to try to keep telling her. It's like, yeah, you've got to, like, get rid of most of the people that are around you because most of them are toxic and they're not, you know, they don't have anything to do with what your dharma is or what you came to the planet for. Uh, and that was pretty fun. Um, so anyway, let's go back into a couple of these responses that I have here, uh, with the religion versus spirituality. So this guy says religion is man-made with rules and dogma, uh, and what to believe put on the religious put on the religious by someone else. I think it means put on the religion by someone else. And then he says, spirituality is experiencing the unseen world personally and expressing that experience in one's own way. So here's the one thing I noticed about these responses here about religion versus spirituality is people tended to make religion bad, I think. There was like, whenever people were responding to what the part about religion, it was uh, base and disconnected. And I don't know that religion deserves all of those terms. I think that if the system of rules, if it's a system of ideas, a system of principles, I think that's good to have a system of principles. Like whenever you go to work somewhere, there's a code of conduct, right? And not even just to work, any kind of kind of social gathering. Like if you go to Kite Day in Zilker Park, uh, there's certain ways you will and will not behave there because you're a civilized person. And that's a set of rules, right? I mean, it might be unwritten, but it's also a set of rules. And so I don't know that one of the things I'm getting while I'm reading these responses, you know, about religion and spirituality, I'm kind of feeling bad about the idea of religion because (laughs) feeling bad for it, not about it, but for it, Uh, because it's useful. It's very useful. I mean, if, if you, if, if from what we learn about history is that religion kind of came up as a way to control people, I, I don't know, I don't know how true that is or how, if that was made up by people who like tend to go towards spirituality, I'm not sure. I think that maybe one thing might be to go in and ask this question a little bit different. I have to find a Virgo to help me out. I'm sure they know what the problem is. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a lowly Taurus. I can't figure it out that way. <laughs> They'll, they could tell me exactly what the wording is that needs to change that might be able to bring out what's not going to 
kind of pit religion against spirituality because I don't mean to be that do that I kind of mean what is the Venn diagram like if you have a circle that is spirituality and you have a circle that is religion what part overlaps and is both of those things that's my question so how do I write that eloquently on Facebook <laughs> if you can figure out how to word that for me and send it to me uh, do it on the uh, soul sanctuary KZSM page that would be fantastic because uh, maybe that's where we'll go in and get a little bit more in depth and kind of maybe it's more a question of comparing than contrasting the two ideas because I think that the Venn diagram is probably more of the way that the answer more of the answers that I'm looking for when I ask the question um, let's see uh, a couple of other things. Religion is a belief system and spirituality is the act of living that belief. That's a beautiful way to say that. That was uh, from one of the people that responded. Another one is religion is man-made. Spirituality is universal or quantum. Hmm. That's that's written in a kind of divisive way. <laughs> I'm just going to ski on right past that one. Uh, let's see. In spirituality... We care for our development. In religion, we fulfill our duties. Now, there's another like situation where they're kind of making, it sounds like, religion more like just of a list of kind of tasks. And uh, I, don't, I think that it's more, I think it's more useful than that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's no skin off my nose, like, you know, letting go of the whole idea of religion. Religion uh, is what is one of the tools that was used to go over and enslave an entire population of people <laughs> drag across the ocean leave most of them at the bottom of the ocean and then come over here and suffer for 400 years so i'm not saying that we need to you know everybody go running to the defense of religion uh but just that maybe a more balanced look at it might be appropriate this one says that religion is for people who fear hell spirituality is for those who have already been there i think i've seen that quote uh before on a couple of things and um, that's that is a perspective. Uh, one person said it's dogma versus personal connection, and I think that's uh, that would give me some something to ponder about. It's religion is for those who want to go to heaven when they die. Spirituality is living in heaven before we die. I like that idea only because <laughs> I, I I happen to be doing more of the spiritual stuff now, and I hope that means that I get to. Uh, experience heaven here on earth I'm not really sure but as that's going on um, we'll bring uh, this episode of Soul Sanctuary we'll start to wrap it up just a little bit um, let's see I will be I don't believe I'll be at the farmers market this Saturday uh, but I'll be available for uh, personal readings uh, throughout the week, uh, you're welcome to go to uh, Tarot by Tama on Facebook. Uh, there's a link to it from the Soul Sanctuary KZSM uh, page on Facebook as well. Uh, what other goodies do we have? Um, the, the next metaphysical fair is going to be in June. We just had one that happened on Sunday. And so if you look for that uh, in June, I'll be at the next metaphysical fair. It should be in the middle of June. I'll be there. It'll be two weeks into summer break. So I'll be happy to spend a day with adults <laughs> at the metaphysical fair. You should too. You should come on out. Um, that'll be two weeks into summer break, two weeks after the kids have been out of school. 
after packing lunch and doing lunch every day or whatever summer looks like for you guys. Uh, so that mid, uh, I don't want to give the date cause I'm not positive about it. Uh, I will next week though. So hopefully you can come out and visit, uh, at the metaphysical fair that m- somewhere in the middle of June, um, and I'll be there. And then most Saturdays I am out at the farmer's market from nine to one giving tarot readings there as well. So uh, we'll go ahead and bring Soul Sanctuary to a close. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today. And I will see you next week.